Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Rangers baseball coming up. This man could play any sport, baseball, football, basketball. It is Lamont Moore from Waxahachie, Texas. Lamont, welcome to the uh, Matt Mosley Show. I've been excited to uh, Robin Big Cat Jones, one of those guys, shared your number with me. Oh, I don't know how long ago, but I thought, man, I'd love to get Lamont on sometime. And uh, today is that day. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you uh, Are you in uh, Waxahachie as we speak? I am. I'm uh, coaching at the high school here. Yeah, you and I, I noticed you've been track coach, wide receivers coach. Uh, as I recall, y'all won a state title when you were a quarterback there. Y'all had some great teams. Uh, that district, you remember that? Wilmer Hutchins, Waxahachie. Uh, my team was in it, uh, Kaufman, sadly. We were just getting punished <laughs> by all you guys. But those were amazing those were amazing times and amazing teams. Um, I'm sure you're into Waxahachie Hall of Fame and all of that, but how often do you – I bet you can't walk anywhere in Waxahachie without people bringing up some of those games and some of those teams. Yeah, it was, uh, that, was, that was a great era, a great time. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was an unforgettable moment. A lot of people bring it up uh, constantly. And so uh, it was, uh, we, was, we was grateful to be able to bring them a state championship, the, the community state championship. They never had one. That was the first one. And uh, we was grateful to be able to get, you know, give them that and share it with them. And so I'm always happy to have a, a small conversation about those times. So it was special for everyone. You could tell your players and bring that up. Now, have, can they ever – have you ever shown the players any old footage of those <laughs> Waxahachie teams? Uh, have they ever uh, Have they ever gotten to see you back in the day? Yeah, it, it comes up here and there, some highlights. Um, you know, not, not full games, but, yeah, they, every once in a while um, somebody will share some highlights and uh, show the kids uh, how we did it back in the day. Lamont, did you did you play other sports back then when you were at Waxahachie? It I, seems to me you were an all around guy, if my memory serves correct. What were your what other sports were you playing growing up, and when did you decide to just focus on football? Yeah, I played uh, growing up. I played pretty much everything. Uh, you know, I was baseball, played football, uh, ran track, played basketball. Um, obviously, I didn't get to track till probably junior high. Um, yeah, maybe a little bit before that, ran some summer track. But, you know, um, once I got to junior high, that became, became a full-time deal. And then high school, I pretty much did all four all the way up to my junior year. And then I um, let baseball go because it kind of overlapped with the track. And um, just the commitment that I, you know, uh, that it required to be, you know, really good at it. Baseball is such a – technical and skill sport you have to work at it all the time I just didn't have the uh the time to do it so I kind of let baseball go and then you know played all three you know basketball football track uh, all the way to my senior year and then and then college it was just football so what was your recruitment like to Baylor like who else was in the mix what else did you think about or did Baylor get to you fairly early in the process no, uh, back then, as you know, the recruiting is 
so uh, it's so different now. Uh, you know, coaches could only call you your senior year, start of your senior year. They could call you, you can get the letters or whatever, and then they couldn't see you until after, come see you till after the season was over. And then you could only take four basically official visits. So it was kind of crazy for about a month, you know, where you, you're getting the calls and trying to decide w- which four you're going to take. You know, you're getting, you know, I was, um, you know, all-state quarterback and uh, three-year starter. So I got high, pretty highly recruited. And so, you know, um, coaches were coming through left and right. So I just had to decide which four I wanted to take. And I ended up, ended up taking three um, because Baylor was my third one. I was supposed to been going to UCLA my fourth one, and I canceled that one and uh, committed to Baylor. Um, I was an option quarterback, as you know, ran a beer in high school, so I knew there was a possibility that I wouldn't play quarterback in, in, high, in college. You know, I, I was getting recruited as an athlete as well to play other positions. Um, and so uh, Baylor was like, hey, we want you to play quarterback. You know, J.J. Joe is going to be a senior. You know, you come in, sit behind him, and then, you know, take the reins. Basically, uh, that was the pitch. A uh, new coach coming in, Chuck Reedy, uh, just said, took over for Grant Taft, the legend. And so, uh, funny story is, Grant Taft spoke, Grant Taft spoke at our, uh, our football banquet that year. So, uh, got to meet with him, and, you know, he kind of gave his spiel about the, the school and, uh how great a place Baylor was academically and just a great environment of being and, you know, to get a degree, play football. So it was kind of, it kind of just all lined up, you know, with that. Um, and then, you know, made my decision. You think now you would have considered the portal with the way, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody transfers <laughs> out. Um, you know, a lot of people would have put, let you play maybe sooner than you did at quarterback. You ended up moving to wide receiver later in your career. I guess when you first got there, what was uh, what was JJ like? You know, obviously he's a great guy and everything, but did was it what you thought? Did he kind of take you under his wing and and uh, were they giving you reps in practice, or was JJ still taking all the reps? What was the what was your initial that first that freshman year like while JJ was still on campus? Yeah, he did. He was a great mentor. He's. Uh... You know, he's kind of a soft-spoken guy. He's not a rah-rah leader. Uh, he just kind of leads by example. But, you know, we always we always uh, sat together on a plane ride, uh, hotels. We stayed together in hotels, uh, you know, during the weekends for the game. So that's, that's when we was able to have the conversations about how to carry yourself as a quarterback. And, and uh, you know, he just gave me tips, in here, you know, here and there. He took most of the reps at, at practice, but um, – I coach said, "Hey, you're the, you're the backup. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna redshirt you. You're gonna be the guy, the backup guy. So we're gonna put you in when we can." And um, I got in a few games, you know, uh, some cleanup stuff, and had a couple packages, you know, special packages for me, uh, a couple of games. So and then he ended up getting hurt, you know, uh, probably midpoint during the season. I had to start a couple games, so. Um, yeah, they kind of they get, they put me on a fast track, and uh, JJ was a great guy to learn from. Do you wish you had have moved to wide receiver earlier? You you obviously played some pro ball, 
and uh, yep. did incredible at wide receiver. Looking back, would that have been the move? Or I guess you had played so well at quarterback, that was going to be a tough thing for you to embrace, especially initially. Yeah, um, like I said, I was getting recruited, and I was already open to that possibility, you know, coming out of high school. I knew I ran the beard and throw the ball a lot. So, um, you know, I was open to either or. Um, you know, I don't look back and like, oh, man, hindsight, I, you know, I wish I would have did it. You know, everything happens for a reason. I'm a man of faith. I trust God, you know, where he leads me. Um, you know, I was able to, you know, go play pro ball and, you know, have a great career and, you know, uh, arena in arena league. So uh, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I, got, I was able to get my degree, you know, from Baylor, which is incredible. So, uh, you know, yeah, you can look back and, oh, man, if I would have went to UCLA play receiver, you know, da-da-da, you know, been a first-round pick, all that conversation, you know. But, you know, when you, when you truly look back and put it in perspective, you know, everything worked out like it's supposed to, and I wouldn't change a thing. Man, that voodoo, uh, New Orleans playing Arena League, 624 yards and five touchdowns in 2004. That yep. I guess that suited you. Um, what was it about the Arena League that that you really hit your stride, and, and what did you kind of like about that? Was your size, I mean, it, it just seemed like you really figured out that league and, uh, and started putting up some tremendous numbers. Yeah, I really wasn't uh... – you know, I had an agent at the time. I really wasn't open to doing it. I just thought it was kind of gimmicky, you know. Uh, and then it just kind of exploded, you know, probably the late 90s to the 2000. The TV contracts got in, got involved and, you know, some NFL owners kind of came in. I was like, hey, maybe this might be something, you know, that I would really enjoy. And then some, uh, you know, some older guys told me, like, listen, man, you know, you're an athlete. It could probably could cater to what, you know, the type of player that you are, you know, um, you know, I was really good at a lot of things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was great at one thing. I was just really good. And, you know, in arena ball, you have to play two ways. And so it just kind of, it was the perfect fitting fit for me. Cause I would, I can go on offense and I can go to defense, play some defensive back and, um, you know, special teams and all that stuff. So I excelled at it because I just, I kind of, you know, I played both and played quarterback and receiver and, and uh in college and um so my athletic ability and being able to pick things up pretty quick uh just kind of worked out and just just a great fit and i was able to have a a great career lamont you still keep up with the the bears do you um uh i don't know how many games you get to come to because you're coaching and everything and you'll have stuff on saturdays but what have you thought about uh baylor especially uh with dave aranda taking over these last couple of years Yes, I, I definitely keep up, you know, um, watch the games every Saturday um, unless I got something else going on, super important. But if there's not nothing going on, I'm watching. So I've uh, tracked him ever since I left. Um, Dave is – Coach Randa's doing an incredible job. I've actually had a, a FaceTime conversation with him um, during the spring, and we was able to chat a little bit about his plans and his vision, you know, um, and he's doing an excellent job. All the kids, you know, seem to just really grasp to him and enjoy what he's doing, creating a, creating a winning culture and work ethic. And so um, uh, I'm really enjoying watching him right now. Yeah, right, can you... it's tough, tough to get the games, but mm-hmm. I'll catch 
I'll at least catch one, one at least once a year. If I got, if it's a night game, I can get down there. If it's a home, but other than that, it's it's pretty tough. Can you send us some players from Waxahachie? Is it? Are you seeing <laughs> some? <laughs> have you tried to point anybody in that direction? Yeah, I did. Uh, I tried to get Jalen Reger there. Uh, that was kind of uh, right when the Browns deal kind of was happening, and. Uh, he was just kind of reluctant after that, but um, he was. They were at the top of his list initially, and I told him I understood. You know, uh, whatever he decided, I was. You know, I was going to support him because he's a great kid. And uh, but I, I tried to get him there. Uh, Damani Richardson, who's starting at uh, A&M, tried to pitch him. So any any of those top players that I feel like can go there and play and help us out, I always. Hey man, hey. Baylor, Baylor, and they like, I know, Coach, I know. And so, but, um, yeah, any any of the guys that I know, I feel like that are special kids that have beat, that have helped us out, I always try to give them a little nudge. Well, Rager had uh, Lamont Moore type speed, didn't he? <laughs> oh, he, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little faster than me. I, I had some speed, but that, he's, he's, a, he's another level. Yeah. I remember those Waxahachie uh, Indians and the uh, the mascot, which uh, I don't know if you can get away with it these days, but would have just this enormous headdress. You know what I'm talking about, and yeah. and uh, yeah. it was quite a it was quite a costume. And I feel like it may have body slammed the Kaufman Lion, much like what y'all were doing to us on the field. The mascot <laughs> one time got in a fight and. Uh, and the uh, the lion got hurt. Our mascot was hurt a little bit. So I have, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I I wow. have some. We we may have uh, a little more uh, uh, PC uh, out. You know, uh, mascot yeah. now in Waxahachie. Yeah. Have they kind of yeah. have they toned down some of the Native American stuff? Yeah, they got to They got to tone that down. Uh, they still got a little bit going, but not not as quite as back back then. We were. It was uh, it was pretty wild back then. And I was playing baseball against, we would come over to Waxahachie, and the team was called the Apaches, I think. You probably would have been uh, playing for one of those yeah. teams. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yep. well, you, you usually didn't work out for us. <laughs> yeah, they had all the, the Little League teams. All of them were named after uh, different tribes. So, yeah, I got I played for all those teams growing up. So, uh, that's kind of dispersed now, though, that it, they kind of gotten away from it. I think the league is has a Indian name, but the teams are called you know got different names. But yeah, good times. What, what is that Waxahachie watering hole that I always see right there on thirty five? And they got a big old sign for it. It looks like it'd be a a, a sports bar or something. Um, what would that be? Is that like downtown Waxahachie? You know what I'm talking about? Uh. <laughs> Trying to think, yeah. All right, all right. I always think about pulling off there. There's also right there on the square. I did go in. There's a barbecue place right there. But Waxahachie's always yeah. had a fun, you know, old old school courthouse and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's I, still, uh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Well, listen, there. Lamont. It it's uh, I tell you, really fun to catch up with you. And uh, I think about you. And then before you, there was Steve Needham. I don't know if y'all cross paths or not. He's a little bit older than you, but yep, he was he a is. veer, unbelievable option quarterback. You remember watching him 
like when you were oh, in junior absolutely. high or high school or whatever? I mean, Steve Needham yeah. when he was at Plano? Yep, absolutely, yep. There was Steve, and uh, I got to meet him when I was – actually, then I met him at when I was at Baylor. Um, so, yeah, he was he's an incredible. I had a great run at Plano and then did some great things at Baylor. Y'all knew just when to release that ball. And, boy, y'all would yeah. take some punishment, too. You know, back in the uh, day, the option quarterback, you know, it was – you would go, I mean, you know, it was kind of like play the ball. You got to play the, you know, the quarterback. And so y'all were taking some pretty vicious hits, as I recall. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're basically, uh, you're basically a running back taking a snap every time, you know, uh, especially when you get on the edge. So they teach those those guys that, hey, hit the quarterback no matter what because you're, you're live, you're legal, it's legal to do it. You know, once you leave that pocket and start running, become a runner, it's legal to hit them. So even without the ball, so coaches always express that, like, listen, you're going to get hit, make sure you get rid of the ball and protect yourself. Well, Lamont, great to visit with you. Lamont Moore, one of the uh, former Baylor player and one of the great high school quarterbacks of all time. I hope you're in every Hall of Fame. If not, uh, text me. we got to get you in because Waxahachie, Texas, the high school Hall of Fame, uh, you deserve all of that. What an incredible run that you had. Uh, Lamont, I really appreciate the time. Absolutely. Appreciate you uh, letting, me, letting me on. You bet. There he goes. Lamont Moore, former Baylor quarterback, former Waxahachie quarterback. And then later in his career at Baylor, he moved to wide receiver. And then he just took the Arena League by storm and became a great Arena League wide receiver. Um, so pretty amazing. And Aaron, it just, it, think about that. In the, in the day of the portal, um, you know, back then, boy, everybody just stayed and kind of hung in there and he did not have the career that he deserved to have because he was an incredible high school player could have gone anywhere and done anything. And he kind of got caught up in a coaching change and all that still loves Baylor Loved uh, loved his time there. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. We've got Rangers baseball coming up in a little bit. Get you caught up on some college baseball. We'll do it next. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Big 12 athletics on the Friday Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, there are two Big 12 baseball teams remaining as the NCAA Super Regionals begin tonight. We'll look at Texas and TCU still alive on the road to Omaha coming up on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. If you like the Baylor gear John's wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore or 24-7 online at BaylorShop.com.
Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Hello, this is Coach Glenn Moore inviting you to one of our Baylor softball camps this summer. We'll have elite hitting and elite pitching camps on June 13th, our summer prospect camp June 14th, then our cub camp for ages 9 to 11 on June 15th. Our popular overnight camp is June 18th through 21st, and it is filling up fast. For more details or to sign up, contact Megan Diaz, 